Hey guys, super exciting episode today. We have guests Bo and Jamie Smith from RNG Fitness. We're going to talk about an active lifestyle and what that really means for a business owner. We're talking about fitness trackers, why Bo and Jamie have a non-conventional way of thinking about them. And we also talk about some really cool strategies and tactics of what you need to do as a business owner to stay active so that you can run your company and your business long term. This is The Marketing Natives, providing actionable ways to grow, improve, and succeed in your business. And now, your hosts, Christian and Aaron. Welcome to another episode of The Marketing Natives. Today, we're going to talk about why all entrepreneurs must have an active lifestyle. Today, we have a little bit of a different episode because we have with us Bo and Jamie from RNG Fitness. Welcome, guys. Thanks, Thanks. Russ. Thanks for having us. Very cool. Um, actually, this we actually we haven't done this uh, a while. We just do um, or often, I, I would say. Uh, we usually have uh, guests come in maybe once a month or so. So consider yourselves lucky. Wow, I feel yeah. we do feel high special. up there right now. <laughs> All right, and we are going back and forth a little bit because I try to get a, another microphone and we were not successful. So anyway, <laughs> um, but just so for our audience, we want to find out a little bit more about you guys before we jump into any kind of major questions. Um, this will be an icebreaker for you guys, so don't mess it up. Um, so tell us a little bit about um, how or why you guys started RNG Fitness and give us a little bit of a background about your company. So uh, yeah, again, my name is Bo Smith. This is my wife, Jamie. We uh we started RNG because, uh, you know, we grew up as athletes. We, we grew up in a community where you had other people around you. You had a coach to always lead you and help you along in life. And it's funny how, you know, as we get older, you know, we have teachers growing up, we have coaches, we have people that are around us. And then you get into the real world and all of a sudden it's like you're on your own. And then you have a boss that's just demanding the same thing out of you day by day and not really a place to grow truly and to be yourself. So what we wanted to do, we grew up as athletes. We ended up, uh, training. Uh, we met in college. We ended up training in Switzerland for a year um, and then came back home, started managing a gym, and then realized that people do want to work out. They do. People are not lazy, I don't believe. It's just that they don't have the time to study and understand workouts that they should be doing for themselves that are personalized for them. Um, it's not that people don't want to work out. It's just when they come into the gym, they're just not sure and educated on how to do things. So we was man- I was managing a gym. Uh, and I saw people walk in the door and kind of look around and then just hop on an elliptical machine for 20 minutes and then look around again like they wanted to do more, but they just didn't have the idea of what to do. So we thought, why don't we take what we learned as athletes and make a community that, that gave us what we had as kids, like gave us the opportunity to grow and have fun and have people help us and have a coach around them. So we started RNG. We started working out in a park here in actually Allen, uh, right next to the football stadium. Um, it's where we were living at the moment. And we just took 10 people that I knew from the community because we grew, I grew up here. And 10 people worked out with us. And we worked out at 5.30 in the morning, which is where RNG comes from, which is Rise and Grind Fitness originally. And 10 people worked out with us in the park four days a week at 5.30 in the morning when the sun wasn't up yet. And it was dark and gross and rainy sometimes and cold and hot. 
and they loved it. And they had 10 people around us supporting them. They had a coach. They, we had fun. We laughed. We joked. We sweated. We worked our face off. And then 10 people turned into 20, and 20 turned into 40, and 40 turned into 80. And now we have our own place in here in McKinney. Um, and that's kind of how everything started for us. We just want to give a place for people to feel comfortable and actually understand how they took to grow and how to do fitness and health the right way rather than just what you see on TV, the magic pill or all the BS that you see out there. So, so yeah, it's kind of our backstory. Dang. Wow. Um, that is, that is crazy, especially the five thirty part. Cause I feel like I don't mind that as much because I've kind of gotten used to waking up that early, but most people don't really like to wake up before the sun goes up. So how'd you convince like 10 people and like they continued to grow and you get more people to wake up that early to go and basically kind of like suffer, I guess. Suffer. Uh, Suffer in a good way. (laughs) Because I think people know that they need to work out, right? And they know that I'm really good looking. So they want oh to come out and gosh. hang out see, with me. This is oh, what the problem see, here is. We go. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> no, you asked for it. <laughs> but, I, you know, I I was always kind of a kid that was always disciplined. And I, I always really have enjoyed people. And uh, I feel like I was always really good with parents. And so I kind of had a background here in McKinney. It's not like I just, you know showed up into a town and said, Hey, we're going to work out. I kind of knew some people like I had friends in town and I just wanted to talk to their family and said, Hey, I really want to do this. And I think a lot of people just want to support me more than anything. And then I think they realized that, Oh, this is kind of fun. So, you know, it's not always fun working out, but we tried to make it as fun as possible. Listen to loud music, fun music, try to have fun games that we were doing and actually get you a good workout and feel comfortable. And it wasn't just me. It was the other people around them, too. We all everyone wants to work out for the same reason. They either have some type of insecurity they want to deal with. They want to lose 20 pounds or they want to be alive for their grandkid a little bit longer. You know, there's so many different reasons, but um just trying to care about people. You know, if you care about people, it's, you know, pretty good, a good idea. Right. You may, you, it may be, it will be very successful if you put that at the forefront. So have you always wanted to own your own business or does this just kind of fall in your lap of like, I just don't like the way other people are doing it and I want to do it better. And, and so you took it that route or have you always thought, Oh, I've, I want to own a gym or I want to own something. I guess I've always been a little, always had an ego. I always kind of felt like I was right. So I grew up, uh, I grew up playing basketball and, you know, I would have coaches and I was listening to it and I wasn't always the talented, but I always felt like I worked really, really hard and it did help being tall, you know? So, but I always felt like even if a coach was coaching me, I felt like I still knew the right answer, even if I was wrong in the moment. Right. So that kind of translated to like, I got into a job place and I had to ask a Uh, you know, my boss, can I do this? Knowing that it was the right thing. And if they couldn't approve it for me, or it was a too slow process for me, it was something that I didn't enjoy because I knew it could help them immediately. So part of it was just like my ego saying that, Hey, I can do this. I can do it differently. And I should do it this way because I know it will probably be the best idea long term. So I think it came out of me being a butthead and saying I can do it myself um, and always kind of have that in my background. I just, I, you know, I think we did that. I did this because I didn't want to, I didn't want to have people telling me how I should live. And I didn't want to be the person at work like, Hey, I need to, yeah, 
you need to do this. You need to do A, B, and C. And I just wanted to do something for myself and live a little bit of a free life. I don't think you have to make a million dollars. I just think you need to be able to make your own decisions and feel like they are actually yours. So that's what I wanted anyway. Yeah. And how long have you guys been doing this, RNG Fitness? Uh, three years now. Almost three. We'll be three in October. Three. And Jamie, you said we were talking before that we have started recording. Um that you didn't go full on with RNG Fitness until two recently? months ago. Two months ago. <laughs> um, how is it working together full time now that you guys are, you know, fully invested in the business? It's been a transition, but it's been such a positive one. I feel like before this two months, two months ago or whatever, when it was just a part time deal, it was more like Bo taking the lead on things. And then like on the weekends, I'd be like, hey, is there anything I can help you with? And Mm -hmm. I didn't feel totally I mean, I felt included, obviously. And I'd be there for like working out for my own personal workouts. I would just jump in the group with them, which was like really fun. But at the same time, I wanted more like I wanted to be a part of it more. I just my schedule. Yeah. And my schedule wouldn't allow it. And so I had to accept it and it was super hard at first. But now getting to like come on all in, it's been it's been super just rewarding because I've been waiting for it for so long. Um, she's hyped up and like (laughs) initially, like when you start something new, like you get really motivated, right? It's even like a workout or, you know, you start a new business. You're really excited about it. You're doing it for 10 hours. You're obsessed with it. You're thinking about it. And then it starts to wear on you, right? Your motivation starts to drop. And now that she's here, she has the same motivation that I had when we first started RNG. And it's nice for me because it kind of boosted me. It gave me a little jump on like how excited we are to be doing our thing again. So it's been scary. It's scary. And working with your wife 24 hours a day is interesting. <laughs> I was about uh, to say, yeah. It's a transition <laughs> and you have to make sure you find the proper roles. Like she had, we had to make sure that she had things that she was going to do and solely be responsible for. Mm-hmm. There's things that I need to solely be responsible for and, you know, help each other pick up a slack here and there if we need to. But mm-hmm. roles had to be cut and dry and we're still adapting right everything's still a little new to us so it's still a a learning process but that's something that we really had to do for ourselves and do you guys have multiple trainers or is it just you two for right now uh well we have two guest coaches right now in the summer things have been a a picking up a little bit for Mm -hmm. us so we had another coach do like a youth uh a youth athletic speed uh, training camp for kids. Uh, so rounds like eight to twelve range, and yeah. then we have another coach that uh, Jamie actually used to work with as a teacher. Uh, she had a huge transformation with us, so now she's kind of doing some group training with us. Um, but they're kind of just temporary at the moment, so it's mostly just us meantime. But they're just doing some guest stuff for us right now. Very cool. Can we go back to? I know we mentioned this before too. Yeah. Switzerland. Switzerland. Can we talk about Switzerland? What, 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 was, what was this Switzerland deal? Okay, I'll try to give you just a, a we'll short, give you the, okay, we'll short give you the brief version. <laughs> brief version. Okay, um, I met, I, st- I went to junior college right out of high school at a school in California uh, near Fresno. And a kid that came in with me was from Switzerland. His name was Cedric. So I, we became really close because we came in at the exact same time. Um, I was super interested in him. We just had some, we became really good friends at some point, right? And he said, you got to come to Switzerland. I said, okay, cool. I'll come after school's over. I ended up going to Concordia where I met Jamie, played my last two years of college basketball. And I said, okay, I'm done with school. Let's go. I'm going to come over for six weeks and travel, hang out. And I need to do a business or inter- internship for my school 
So my Cedric, his best friend, Remo, actually owned a gym kind of like what we do in Switzerland. So I said, hey, I'll do a business internship with you guys for four weeks. And then, you know, we'll hang out and I'll just have a good time. Right. So it's something I had to do for school and to just hang out and have a good time. Mm -hmm. Going for six weeks. First four weeks, I went by myself. Um, And then Jamie was going to come the last two weeks. I had planned to propose to her there in Switzerland while we were there. So she came the last two weeks. We got engaged. And then a week, like a few, four four or five days before we were supposed to leave and go back home. We had nothing to come home to. No, no plans, no car, no job, no nothing, right? We were just coming home and start wow. everything. So the, he goes, Remo, the gym owner, he goes, I need you to stay. And I go, okay, like we need someone that we can trust in the gym. And like, I think he saw that I was passionate about the whole working out thing. Mm-hmm. And I think it helped his clients having like an English speaker because people in Switzerland really want to learn English. And so it was kind of cool to have that English speaking and coach at the same time. So he's like, I need you to stay. I go, I look at Jamie. I go, well, let me think about it. It took, we talked and we said, what are we going home to? We're not going home to anything. So we might as well just try to stay. So we end up staying. We said, mom, dad, we're not coming home. Right. Okay, cool. <laughs> and then, so Jamie got an opportunity to try out for a pro soccer team, ended up playing pro soccer for a season there while I was training, doing group training, personal trainings for the company that was DNR fitness or DNR performance. I'm sorry. Uh, which is my friend's company. So we ended up staying for nine months, had a great time and yeah, finally came back home after nine months. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. How yeah. all of that kind of, I know weird, out. man. <laughs> I know weird. It's a, it was totally spur of the moment too. That's very cool. Um, okay. Let's get, let's get into a little bit of, uh, the, the podcast here. Uh, some of the things that we came here to talk about. Um, I guess we all hear about, you know, having an active lifestyle um, and making sure that you're fit or you're eating right and all that. Um, what, in your own words, what do you think that means to have an active lifestyle? I just think to have an active lifestyle, I think that you have to understand your activity level in the moment. So if you are sitting at the desk, we talked about a little bit earlier with you guys. If you're sitting at the desk, you need to understand that your bodies weren't made for you to sit at a desk for eight hour, 12 hour days, right? Our bodies were adapted to move. That's why we stand up on two feet, have hands and have elbows and biomechanics. You are meant to move. So what you need to understand is I don't think you need to go into the gym and train your face off for an hour a day. I I don't think it's something you need to do. What you need to think about is how can I get activity in my life during the day? Can I get up, get out of bed and go for a walk with my dog around the block? And then while I'm at work, can I set a timer on my phone and say, I can do 10 squats to get rid of the monotony of just sitting at your desk? We just need to be more active about moving our body throughout the day rather than thinking that I need to go to the gym and I need to crush the weights or I need to do a 5k every day or I need to do these things. It's not about you trying to destroy yourself in the gym or reach these goals that you think you need to do. That's not true. Unless that is your goal. If your goal is you need to lose 100 pounds, well then maybe you need to sacrifice and think about, hey, I need to go to the gym four or five times a week. But if your goal is just to get more active, you need to think about adding five minutes of activity here, three minutes of activity there, 20 minutes of activity at the gym. It's just short bursts of things that you can get throughout your day without having to overwhelm yourself, um, with a two hour workout at the gym. Cool. So it, wow, that's, that kind of like answered my next question, which is, a, I'm pretty a, good. Yeah. I was going to say, <laughs> I mean, know? <laughs> literally he must've read my notes. Um, I guess it's just hard to like, whenever you tell somebody like, 
you know, to stay active during the day and, you know, get up and move and everything like that. But they want, they, we had the placebo that you have to go to a gym, um, or that you have to go and do something. Um, uh, like you, you guys started out at a, at a park and literally you got out amazing workouts out there. Yeah. Um, how many days do you think, like, because I guess going back here a little bit, like in school they told us, like, get active, you know, three to four days per week. Is there a certain amount of, like, time during the day that you need to be active? Like, hey, be active for at least 30 minutes where you get, like, your, you know, your blood o- or your heart rate up or anything like that? Or is it literally just making sure that you're walking and moving all throughout the day? Or do we, is there a benefit for going to the gym or going to have some kind of workout where, um, it's a little bit more intense. Do you, do you have to have that? And if so, how often? Yeah. I, d- I don't think that fitness is really black, uh, not black and white. There's so much gray area. There's not one amount of time that you need to be at the gym. Like if I'm not at the gym for 45 minutes, it's not worth it. It's a, it's a, Depending on what your goals are. Now, like I said, if you have goals to be a bodybuilder, physique person, you can't just be like, well, if I just walk around the block for 10 minutes, I'm going to get my goals. That's obviously not true. You have to understand first, what is your goal? If your goal is to, I want to lose five pounds, okay, we need to think about your diet and we think about how can we get you more active and what's going to work for you. So I wouldn't say there's a certain amount of time. You need to start first with what do you want to achieve? So think about the end goal and then think about how can I start to implement things like that. So if I want to lose 10 pounds, cool, let's lose 10 pounds. How am I going to lose 10 pounds? What can I adjust? Okay, I'm going to walk the dog for 10 minutes in the morning. I will go and do 20 minutes of cardio in the evening. And if I don't, that's okay as long as I get back in the morning. Because I think sometimes we want to conquer the whole mountain in one day instead of being like, hey, if I lose one pound this month, that's one pound that you're down from last month. And a lot of times I think we, we see the, the biggest loser and we see uh, Susan in the office lost 10 pounds doing this certain diets. And if I'm not losing that much weight, I must be a failure. or I must be doing something wrong. That's not the truth. The truth is, are you getting a little bit better? Our motto, or not our motto, one of the, the mottos that we have for people is, am I making progress? Progress over perfection. You don't have to be perfect, but you need to be a little bit better based on what your goals are. If you lost one pound this month, that's amazing. You didn't gain one pound, right? That's better than, you know, if you gained. And just if you lost one pound a week for a year, you'd be down 52 pounds, right? That's a lot. Long term over short term always. Okay. So why do you think that most people don't last then? Why do they not stick with the plan or why do they not actually achieve that? Oh, Jamie's shaking her head. (laughs) Just experience with this question right here. No, I think the biggest thing that faces people that's like the biggest challenge is the patience game and the consistency game. So some weeks are going to be great. Other weeks are not going to be so great. But it's are you going to be patient? Are you going to be consistent with your goal and keep that goal in mind? And what are you doing every day to become better? Like we said, having that progress to achieve your final goal Um, and realizing that you may mess up here and there. But overall, like, do you feel better? Do you have more energy throughout the day? So not based so much on my number, because I think we put a big emphasis on our goals with our numbers, with like the weight on the scale and stuff, instead of measuring yourself with, hey, is my energy better? If not, what can I do? Can I get more sleep? Can I hydrate? Can I eat a little bit better? And then kind of taking what you did that one day and reflecting on it and then making yourself better the next. 
Yeah. It's a lack of consistency. It's not that mm-hmm. it's not, it's the, the fact that I went one week, Oh, I haven't lost anything. Screw it. I'm just going to do what I want. I'm not going to stick up. to it. It's you're making progress. It just may not be as much as you would like, which is leading you down to your detriment. Stick to a program, find something that works because a lot of things work. You don't have to work out with lift weights and do a whole bunch of high intensity stuff like we do. If you like running, if you like walking, if you like biking, if you like hiking, you have to find something that works for you. Stick to it. And if you get results, keep doing it. And if you don't get results, keep doing it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's very true. I, th- I feel like we can put, um, in, you know, in our business, we have uh, SEO, which is, I mean, I'm kind of putting two and two together now, but SEO is very similar to yeah. to working out and fitness. Because with SEO, for the longest time, you're probably not going to see anything right cool. away. You totally. know, it's it, that's a long-term uh, solution you know, yeah, totally. to, to get there. So. Um, I guess fitness and having an active lifestyle is, is the same. Um, now, let me ask you this. In, you guys are business owners, but you also run a gym. So I feel like it's maybe a little bit easier. Um, but what would you recommend for business owners that, I guess, don't have all the time in the world to, and I'm not just talking about workouts. I'm also talking about uh, hydrating. You were talking about hydrating, eating better. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, do you have anything that you do in your lifestyle right now? Um, that you have maybe tweaked or changed. I mean, I, Jamie, you probably could talk a little bit about this because you were a teacher and then and now you're running this full time. Um, so maybe what are some things that, you know, you've had to change in order to accommodate, you know, an active lifestyle? I think one of the biggest changes that I've made in the last two months, even just being away from school, is the amount of sleep I've been getting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and honestly, I mean, it came from being busy from going from school all day to going to the gym right away and then going home and, you know, doing the wife duty thing and trying to take care of every, everyone and everything. But being more mindful and putting more time for yourself and being just a little bit more selfish with that time. I mean, it's easier for us to say that because we don't have kids yet, but keeping that in mind of just making sure that you do get, you know, enough sleep in your day to give you enough energy because for, I know for Bo and I, I can speak for that. If we don't get enough sleep, our work is not going to be effective. Mm-hmm. So we have to have the amount of rest that we need in order to have the energy that we need for the business that we run. Um, so that's definitely yeah. a huge change that I've made in the past two months, which, which I've seen incredible results from, just the amount of energy that I have to my performance of being more just alive throughout the day and more active. So. Yeah. And I think entrepreneurship and fitness are almost identical to each other, right? If you're going to try to run a small business and do something for yourself, it's a sacrifice, right? You have to sacrifice time. You have to sacrifice hanging out with your friends. You have to sacrifice all these things, right? It's the same thing with fitness. If you want to be a small business owner and you also want to have an active lifestyle, you need to prioritize whatever it is that you want to do. Now, like I said, some people have different goals than others. If you want to get stronger, you need to lift and take 30 minutes out of your time and you need to prioritize it in your business. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and you also have to be realistic about your lifestyle. If you're just starting your business and you're three months in and you have zero time, then you know that maybe I don't have time for me to go hit the gym for an hour. But can I do 20 push-ups right now and then get right back to work? I think you can. And I think that's more beneficial than trying to dwell on, man, I can't get to the gym. I'm losing everything. But can you do 20 pushups right now? And if you are have a successful small business or you have a business that you run or, you know, anything, 
You're telling me that you can't take an hour out of your day that you've built up. You've built this life for yourself where you get to do it for you. And you're telling me that you can't tell the person underneath you or have an intern come in to do a specific job that maybe you could delegate to someone else for you to take care of yourself so you can run your business long term. I just don't think that's true. Like, I feel like if you're serious and you want to run this business long term, you need your energy, you need your health, you need to be able to move your body, you need to have an active and healthy brain, right? So if you're not active yourself, cutting corners with your health is going to mess up your business long term. I I cannot say amen enough, honestly. (laughs) I see a lot of people um, just from networking and just online and everything, and they just... I understand the hustle and the grind and, you know, the rise and grind there. But um, and I think that, you know, both Christian and I put in a lot of hours, but um, prioritizing like the health, I don't think that we would have we would have had a lot more sick days. We wouldn't have been as productive had we not had work, you know, worked out. So I I absolutely agree with that. Um, So if somebody is a new business or say not a new business owner, maybe they're a new business owner and they're new to working out. uh, That part doesn't matter. Um, what is the first thing that they should do? I mean, if they say they're going to the gym for the first time or something, obviously they should probably hire you guys to train them. But obviously, you, uh, obviously. <laughs> I mean, selfish plug for them. But um, it, you're going to the gym for the first time, like it's overwhelming. What's and you're a business owner and you know you haven't heard of anything until you heard this podcast. Um, what should they be doing whenever they walk into the gym? Uh, so there's there's two things that you should be thinking about. There's food. There's nutrition. And there is actually your workouts. And me and Jamie were talking about this last night. The only skill that you ever need to possess nowadays is how to Google something. (laughs) If you guys search, I want to lose 20 pounds and I need a free workout for eight weeks, there's 100,000 pages that have workouts. Now, the problem is you're like, how do I know if this is the right one? You do not. You do not know if it's the right one until you start and until you start implementing your nutrition things that they're telling you on Google, until you implement these things, you will not know. So the, the answer to your question is you need to start. Just find something. If it's like you like to run, you should just run for five minutes and see what happens. Tomorrow, maybe go six. Maybe the next week, go for 12. Just start. If you want to lift weights, look up a weightlifting program for beginners. Start there. Take the first program, the third program, whatever you think looks best, and start. And just try and mess up and screw it up and screw it up again and then screw it up again and then just keep going. Because you will learn from experience. If you don't start, you will never know what's right. You'll never know what's wrong. You'll never know if this works for me. So the answer to your question is find something that you think you might like and try it. Okay. Um, Yeah. Wow, that is good advice. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's not sexy. How how do I, I I can't sell that, right? It's not fun to say like, yeah, you should Google something and try it. Like that's, that's not fun for me to say, but it is the honest truth. Right. I would rather people have results than to, you know, you give them some kind of, some kind of thing that they're never going to implement and then they get nothing out of it. That's the whole point for the Yeah. And what's results, right? Results. Results are what I think I should get out of this. Results may be you learning that this program doesn't work for me, or you learning that I don't actually like cycling. I don't actually like spin class. That is results. That's results of you learning what doesn't work for you. I think that is results. 
and kind of to that uh, point where we were talking earlier, and actually Christian was, uh, he was out getting a haircut. He, was, he wasn't here. Yeah. I don't know what he was Christian doing. Christian was a little late. Yeah, <laughs> he was late. He had to so, get his hair right for Saturday night. Yeah, he, he knew the podcast. We were going to be taking pictures. Um, <laughs> no, so Bo and Jamie and I were talking, and they were telling me that they hate Fitbits. They hate, I'm just kidding. But they were, they were talking about the devices where you, you track the steps and stuff, and um, I don't know if you guys could talk a little bit about that and why you don't think it's necessarily a good or a bad thing, but just your perspective on it. Cause I'd never heard that before and it, it's very interesting. And now I kind of agree with you guys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so people at our gym wear it and we don't ever like look at them weird and like disgustingly <laughs> like, ew, why are you You're wearing that? Person. You're a bad person. Like, what are you doing? I mean, it's great. If you think it helps you go for it. The only thing that Bo and I see it doing is like almost crippling people, like giving them a crutch in their active lifestyle. Like Bo made the comment earlier, like we'll have clients or people in general that will come up to us and be like, hey, coach, I got 8000 steps today. And we'll look at them and be like, what would you say? Oh, that's the minimum of what you should be getting a day. So you should go for more next time. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. I just don't I. I I, you know, I've worn a track, I've worn a Fitbit, I've worn things that measure, and they can be resourceful tools, but they, at the end of the day, they are just a tool. They are not something that should be controlling how I eat or how I feel about my activity level. So let me explain. So if you have someone that came, came up to me and said, hey, coach, I burned 500 calories, that's great. But every workout should not be be determined by what was the highest calorie I've had that my Fitbit told me. So the next day, if you go in and have a 200 calorie burn workout, are you saying that you're not successful because you didn't reach 500 calories? That's not exactly true. The key is, am I being consistent with my workouts? I would say if you had two 500 burn calorie workouts in a month versus a hundred calorie burn every single day for a month, I would take your hundred calorie burn workout for a month because over time you're working on your skills, you're practicing. So I just don't like how it works in that way. Like I'm not successful if I actually didn't reach this calorie burn and I didn't reach my steps. There's people who told me like, I will get out of bed and just shake my arm or walk around my bed until I reach nine, 10,000 steps and they have 9,980. And I go, how do you feel? I was like, I was really tired. I was like, well, you was probably more advantageous for you to sleep in the bed for five more minutes than you for <laughs> walk around for 20 more steps. And it also does the inverse, which is, man, I burned 800 calories in my workout. I should probably eat a bigger meal tonight. Come on. Knowing that that's not what they probably should be doing. I just don't like when it controls how we feel about how we feel. How how does my body feel? Do, am I sore? Am I tired? Am I hungry? Everything it's controlling us, telling us what to do instead of us using it as a resource and a tool. That is so good, and I hope that uh, everyone listening gets a lot out of that, and then. Uh, applies that. So whether they keep it or what they don't, but just to be cognizant of that other spot or the other uh, perspective, because I just knew that I wasn't. um, And that's, I think it's a really cool way to look at that. Um, So we could probably talk to you guys for forever and we probably (laughs) will talk to you a little bit after the podcast, but um, how can people find out more about uh, you guys? How can they find out more about RNG fitness or um, what you guys have going on or what's coming up? 
Google searches. Ooh. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so if you have Google, you can find them. It's the only skill you need. It's the only skill you need in life. Um, no, we're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. Um, I mean, we're everywhere. We're everywhere. What I would say is if you, if you want to learn about uh, the gym more specifically, I would say we're probably most active on our website, which is R, the letter N, G, fitness.com, R, N, G, fitness.com, um, or Instagram. It's the same thing, R, N, G, fitness on Instagram. Uh, you can follow Coach J Don't Play or Coach Bo Smith um, on Instagram. <laughs> That's our favorite place to play. But we're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on all the places. So, yeah. Awesome. No numbers to give out for them to just call you incessantly? Uh, 972-693-4277. Call me, text me, email me, Snapchat me, um, leave me a weird voicemail. That'd be cool, too. (laughs) All right. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Marketing Natives. Whatever platform you're on, so whether you're on Stitcher or on the Uh, the iTunes app, make sure that you hit that subscribe button so that we can um, hit your inbox or your your downloads, sorry, every Monday uh, when this episode goes out. And if you like episodes just like this one with um, Bo and Jamie with RNG Fitness, um, just shoot us a message over on Instagram. It's instagram.com forward slash bitbranding. And uh, let us know how you feel about the podcast. All right. We'll talk to you guys next week. The Marketing Natives Podcast is a production of Bit Branding.